Jersey is the world. Hi everybody, Chris Gathered here. Welcome to New Jersey is the world. A podcast that celebrates all things New Jersey because New Jersey is a great place where sometimes magic happens. Like every once in a while the trains get delayed and it's because a bull is running up and down the tracks in our largest city, Newark. And the internet erupts with glee. And everybody tags me in it, and I get to giggle at the footage of the bull, and then also to hear that the bull is now living at a sanctuary in Wantage. The bull won! The bull broke free from somewhere, and the bull won its freedom as a Jersey bull. Shout out to Ricardo the Bull. Quick uh, reminder, I know we've been saying it in the intros, but in case anybody is looking for a last-minute Halloween gift, Halloween gift. See, that's how much I love Halloween. That I just repl- I, I say Halloween so often on this podcast that I just said Halloween instead of Christmas. If anybody's looking for a last minute Christmas gift, don't know if it'll get to you in time by now. But if you want a New Jersey is the World T-shirt, uh, we below the slash Chris Gethard. That's where all our shirts have always been housed. Below the collar has been a great partner to us. Um, they are shutting down. And that's a bummer, but I'll tell you, I was on their site the other day and I saw that the top three selling comedy shirts they have are New Jersey is the World shirts and six of the top 10, which sort of sounds like I'm bragging, but actually I know our t-shirt sale numbers. So I'm like, yeah, if six of your top 10 selling comedy shirts are related to us, you got to shut down because yeah, I get it. No harm, no foul on that because it's not like we're selling tons of t-shirts. So much love to the people at belowthecollar.com who have had our backs since we started. And remember, belowthecollar.com slash Chris Gethard. That's where you can get your shirts. I think they shut down officially on December 31st. So uh, I've talked about it before. It's not going to be a huge priority for us to find a new place to sell t-shirts. We'll probably do it at some point, but we're not in any rush and not all the old designs are coming back. Probably the New Jersey is the world one. And I'm not sure about any of the others. So point being, if you want to grab a t-shirt before the site closes down, Chris, uh, below the collar.com slash Chris Gethard, that's the spot to go do it. Thanks so much. And thanks to everybody who has signed up at patreon.com slash New Jersey is the world, which is a really great community out there. And guess what? You get a little taste of it. Every month we do an episode called Garden State Gagoots. This is for people at the Turnpike tier. And it's simple. We take your voicemails, we listen to them, and we all discuss New Jersey as a community. And of course, you can always leave a voicemail at 973-780-4660. That's 973-780-4660. You can react to any of our episodes. You can talk about Ricardo the Bull or anything else that's happening in Jersey. We want to hear about it. Um, we had a bunch of episodes that got a lot of reaction, especially the New Jersey essential ingredients list. Um, so we had a ton of voicemails stretching back to Halloween. So, um, you get an episode with some gagoots and guess what? It's already up there. The second half of this is already living over at patreon.com slash New Jersey is the world. And there's already people out there discussing the voicemails uh, in that. We've already got 14 comments over there. We've got Barry talking about endoscopies. We've got uh, Rick giving me advice on how to um, avoid uh, blood in my stool. That is true. Um, everybody out over there. We got a debate going over if you activate your New Jersey transit tickets before the conductor approaches you or if you try to ride it out and get that free ticket. 
Those are just some of the things being discussed over on the Patreon, and you get to hear a whole batch of voicemails that aren't behind the paywall. And some of this is, of course, because we had a ton of voicemails. Some of it is just a reminder that we got a lot of great stuff going on over at our Patreon, so feel free to sign up over at patreon.com slash New Jersey is the world, but don't feel any pressure. Most of all, I hope you're well. I hope people aren't stressing too hard around the holidays. Hope everybody's enjoying life here in Jersey, living having fun, checking out the Christmas lights, take your kids to meet Santa at the Morristown Green, support your local toy stores, and most of all, have fun. All right. Enjoy it, everybody. Hello to all our patrons. My name's Chris Gethard, and what a joy it is to be here saying thank you for signing up over at the Patreon. Not only signing up, but signing up at the top-tier turnpike level which of course means you get access to, I think, everybody's favorite show on the network. I think I speak for all of us who are involved in the New Jersey is the World Collective. When I say Garden State Gagoots, where we listen to your voicemails and we react to them, uh, it's, a, it's a great time. It's a great time for us and, and a joyous celebration of the community of New Jersey. And man, I was able to go through the voicemail. We had great ones um, stretching all the way back to Halloween. Uh, there were a Halloween ones we didn't get to. So we're going to do a mega episode where some of these will go out in the free feed. Um, and then we're going to cut them off and then it'll only be for the patrons after that. So um, you might be hearing this on the free feed. It doesn't change the fact I am thanking the patrons who signed up because they are the ones who make this happen. And then there's going to be, I, I think I, I've pulled over 20 voicemails tonight and we're going to do a whole bunch right behind the paywall. It's a very special Gagoots. It's the last one of 2023. It's been a heck of a year. Don Finelli, uh, you are, of course, the one who has a newborn child, so you may have to bail at any given point. I'm going to say hello yep. to you first. Great. So that if you have to bail, even before you- I have to go right now. <laughs> exactly. How you feeling, buddy? How you holding up? Uh, I'm doing okay. As, as I said before, before we jumped on here, I'm a little frantic. I'm standing in my daughter's room. She's been thrown off for two days. My computer's about to die. I just threw a jumbo in the oven. Uh-huh. You know, like we're just. Uh, you know, just throwing some shit together. Me and Nick and, uh, I just went to the um, Belmont Tavern together and then went and saw the Seton Hall Rutgers game. I saw pictures, man. Uh, I was very Carson jealous. There, of course, as well, but Carton, Carson is the silent partner in all this. Carson, who's ever <laughs> present and doesn't speak. And Nick, uh, Don, Mike gave me the best tip. Mm. I took the John Boat home because we couldn't finish it. It was too much. Brilliant. First of all, too much John Bot. The mushrooms from Belmont Tavern's John Bot. Just the mushrooms alone are one of the best things I've ever had. Mike D said, "What you do, you take it, and the next morning, cook up some eggs, some scrambled eggs." I was gonna say. I was just gonna say, "Do you throw it in an omelet?" Yeah, throw it. In. I didn't even put it in the <laughs> omelet. I just scrambled it all together. Yeah, you make a scramble with it. Yeah. Yeah, it was delicious. That's delicious. So good. That's brilliant. It was really, really good. The Pine Baroness herself, our South Jersey representative, Andrea Quinn, how are you? That one's me. I'm good. We look like the fucking Brady Bunch today. I love it. <laughs> I will get to why in a second. People are going to be very excited. Uh, our friend Bonaduce. Now, Bonaduce, uh, Carson is organizing a community get-together at Ghost Talk Brewing on December 23rd. I understand you will be bringing the pinata of your head <laughs> that New Jersey artist David Lamort has made. David will be bringing, I believe. And, Wait, uh, talk right to the mic, Nick. It'll be it'll be filled with all kinds of holiday goodness for everyone there. So, 
season greetings. We can't wait to see everybody there. It's going to be a great time. We had such a good time last time at Greyhawk. Um, looking forward to it again this time. And Mike D, I imagine you'll be taking some swings at the Bonaduce, um Pinata, Pinata Duch, and I, I have to imagine you'll be using an old car antenna as one of the weapons. <laughs> I, I've actually got the car antenna. I was going to duct tape it before we go to make sure that it's sturdy enough to, to destroy the Pinata of Nick's head. Yeah, I'm already, I've already got the duct tape. I've been wrapping it for days now. There'll be a backup of wiffle ball bat there, I'm sure, wrapped in duct tape also. Now, I had mentioned this was a very special guy, Goots, and, and here's why. is Because if you've been listening to the network, you know, I, I have often said that he, in some ways, we are the Wu-Tang Clan, and he might be viewed as the Capadonna, as as the ancillary member who's got like one foot in and one foot out based on level of involvement, but who I think brings so much to the table. He is, of course, the host of Talking Totowa here on the network, which has had two episodes. He's also, I think, I can speak um, for many of us. I mean, Don, you're in LA. You would soon fall in love with him. Uh, we've all seen him do comedy and fall in love. He is a master of stories. Speaking of homemade weapons, I recently found out that he does have some sort of weird weapon made out of a bike chain that he uses to slice watermelons in half. This is a rumor <laughs> of the comedy scene that I asked him it was true. And he said, not only is it true, but he has brought it to shows with me that I did not know it was present in his bag. Toto his own Nick Fierro finally joins the Gagoots. How are you, Nick? I'm doing good. It was never, it never went on a plane. <laughs> the the nunchuck never, uh, never, never once. Now, th this is a true fact. I, I have, uh, our friend Alex Nicholas, another great New Jersey comedian who happens to live in uh, the same building as you, mm -hmm. told me that he once talked to you and uh, you told him you had been practicing cutting watermelons in the basement of your building with this homemade device. Uh, I, I practiced on a brick beam in our basement. I realized it could take chunks out of that. I've never cut fruit in half in the basement. Okay, so um, this was not exactly yeah, the Gallagher the, the Gallagher situation he presented it as. You did say in the basement. Yeah. No, other places, <laughs> certainly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Nick, one of my favorite things about you is that there's a lot of stories about you, and then when I ask you for the truth, you'll be like, no, no, no. And then the truth is actually slightly weirder. <laughs> You're destroying bricks, not watermelons. That's actually not better. That's worse. Look, Alex Nicholas met me at a very strange time in my life, and that's just what we were doing. That's how... <laughs> That's how we were rolling. That's how we were walking around. That is very fair. And we're so lucky to have you. And, and full disclosure, a lot of you might be saying, why has Nick never joined a Gagoots taping? A lot of it is because I routinely give him 20 to 40 <laughs> minutes of a heads up that they're happening. And today I remembered to message him early enough that he was able to arrange his evening. And we thank you for being here. I've been planning for this just in case. <laughs> I've had like two or three people I know I can call to be like, cover me, I got this. Now, um, we got... As I mentioned, we're going to have a lot of voicemails reaching back very far. We got a lot of feedback on some specific issues. Uh, one episode that got a lot of feedback was we did one uh, around Thanksgiving where I said, if New Jersey was a recipe, what would the towns that qualify as essential ingredients be? Sort of a heady concept, but you know, we sat there and said, well, I've long said that Clifton is in many ways the prototypical North Jersey suburb, blah, 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 where there's a lot of debate about which of our North Jersey cities should be a part of it. Is Atlantic City in the main dish or is it a side dish? We had a lot of fun with it. Got a lot of feedback. Um, the first person I want to put through, usually we save her for last. If you are a member of our Patreon, you know, Jody Bergen County was very mad because there was nothing from Bergen County mentioned 
Oof. as an essential ingredient. Don, I can immediately oofa. that you got mad. That's an oof I'm not on for me. <laughs> Jody left, I believe, five or six comments while actively listening and saying, wait, when are you putting in something from Bergen County? And they just escalated in rage. And I just want to say, uh, we're going to start with the Jody Bergen County voicemail just to address this situation. Hey, folks, Jody Bergen County. Um, I was really going to let the whole Glen Rock thing go. I really was, you know, it was a good bit, kind of ran its course, but then you refused to even mention Bergen County in the Essential Jersey Ingredients episode, the county where the most people live in the entire state, which kind of pushed me over the edge. So I'm not done with the Glen Rock thing, but I am putting a pin in it for the moment because I was mildly appeased by the news that Andrea and I will have our own show on your new WWOR station. Uh, I have a proposal, two small ones. One... Andrea and I, modern-day Siskel and Ebert, right, but from a queer feminist perspective, and we only discuss media based in or about New Jersey, basically what we're already doing, but just on <laughs> Channel 9. Uh, secondly, I love the idea of a Don Finelli-based food show, but my pitch is instead of food reviews, it's the Finelli Yelps the Yelpers, right, TV show. He finds shitty one-star Yelp reviews of a New Jersey business and then finds the person who left it and reviews that person. Their clothes, Yo. their family, their life choices. <laughs> and then finally, after he's done doing that, he goes and patronizes the business that got the review and does a real food review. So, those are my pitches. I haven't forgotten about the Glen Rock thing. I was going to let it go. Now I'm not. Uh, I'm going to be back. Bye. I will say it's probably our Essex County bias that led us to leave out all of Bergen County. Don, apologize, uh, apologies Christ. to you and Jody. We, we didn't think to include anything from Bergen County as an essential part of New Jersey. It's a disaster. If you had to pick uh, the essential Bergen County town to include in, in a New Jersey recipe, would it, I mean, is it Hackensack? That's the one that- I was going to say Hackensack or Paramus as some sort of main dish. You know what I mean? Maybe Paramus as the land of malls. That is actually a really easy one that we, we fucked up. I, I don't know how you leave Paramus out of this fucking conversation. I get Hackensack if it's like more of like a burger or something like that, whatever ingredients you're talking about. If you're talking about like ground meat, it feels pretty Hackensack. But Paramus, like it feels like that should be a, a, a banquet or something along those lines. I don't know what the fucking terms were of this ingredient shit, but to leave anything off of from Bergen County is a disgrace. We were thinking of it more as like a pasta dish that you could float a lot of other doodads in. Yes. Okay. With, uh, gotcha. Yeah. We were trying to figure. Well then like, like Paramus would be like either like really like, like, like good shrimp. You know what I mean? <laughs> like sauteed, you could throw some shrimp in there. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say like ha hack and sack would be like. Mussels. Yeah, no. <laughs> I could say it would be like uh, thrown in, thrown into a pasta thing, like a bunch of ground sausage and some heavy oil, maybe. Yeah, I was gonna say like like uh, it might be like more of like a lamb ragu situation. I don't know. It feels a little bit more down to earth, and uh, I might I have I have a five percent battery left, so I'm gonna try to sneak into my son's room. I could bring the computer in and just not talk, and you could just see what I have to go through. Your tortured expressions. So you're gonna actually army crawl past a sleeping newborn to try to get a charger here while holding my computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah I'm gonna. Okay, this is fascinating. Maybe we'll just move on to the next voicemail. Well, yeah, that's a good idea. I have twelve things to say real quick, though. Yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> yeah. One is um I. I love that Jody just pitched our podcast, which already exists. The Watchers. Um, already, it's already a thing, but sure. 
Uh, I had the same idea for Finelli's show. Andrea, I do just want to say Finelli's not lying. He's actually army crawling through his own house <laughs> on camera right now. So you were saying the idea of the idea of Finelli it's a confronting idea. a Yelper, shutting them down, and then going to the business. So really watchable. Actually, a very watchable television. Questioning their life choices. Yeah. That was the other part. Questioning their life choices. That was the best. Just like yeah, <laughs> their clothes, their life choices, and their family. You're gonna shit on a local business when you're wearing shoes like that. <laughs> and then, I mean, I would watch every episode. Oh my gosh. And then I just have to get in here and say, I almost called in because the only South Jersey town you guys picked was Cherry Hill, which is the most nondescript South Jersey town you could pick. And you confused it with every other interesting South Jersey town because South Jer- or Cherry Hill is boring and thinks it's fancy, but isn't really, but thinks it is. Belmar is full of the kids who are crawling through sewer tunnels and and like fighting each other in parking lots. Is that the Belmar with the W? Belmar with the W, correct. Cherry Hill is like, is a nothing town. Listen, I don't think Mike nor Nick nor I hide the fact that we have severe limitations because Essex County, our worldview contains all of Essex County and then probably as far west as the AMC movie theater in East Hanover. Um <laughs> The other border is probably the Willowbrook Mall and the Route 46. Actually, probably the Meadowlands because you go there enough growing up. That's about as far as I think our worldview extends when we think of these conversations. Well, you're lucky to have me. So I just wanted to set that straight while I'm here. (laughs) Don has placed the computer on the floor. It looks like he has the charger in his hands. Actually, man, I have to shut off a light now. (laughs) Baby night vision going on. So much. Oh, lots of crotch going on. Get your crotch out of the camera. His crotch is right up in the camera. Oh, my God. Right up in the camera. I want to once again welcome Nick Fierro. This is so good. Always go. Um, all right. Our friend Jarrett Laxer, who has left some killer voicemails. He, of course, left the voicemail about the, I believe his grandfather wrote Patterson's official jingle, which we wound up playing on a prior episode of. Great jingle. Mm-hmm. Really great jingle. Um, couple voicemails from him here tonight. One is about a phenomenon that I've also noticed, which is that the New Jersey road warning signs, I don't even know what you would call them are getting very creative, but I didn't realize that there's actually some drama swirling around. Hey guys, Jared Laxer calling. Uh, uh, back in, all, I, I want to say it was August or September, there was a national story about how New Jersey Department of Transportation got in trouble with the National Department of Transportation uh, for putting up road signs that were, you know, clever. Uh, it would be like, this ain't Thunder Road, slow down, or something like that. Just, you know, references to New Jersey culture. And, uh, National Department of Transportation was like, hey, that's distracting. You can't, you can't do that. And then in October, there were a bunch of, uh, these signs popping up again that were like Halloween themed. Like, you know, what's really scaring is te- scary is texting and driving. And now I just passed one that said, uh, ho, 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 please go slow now that we're in December. And, uh, <laughs> I kind of, I love the willingness and the baldness of New Jersey Department of Transportation to be like, okay, what are they going to do every time? Tell us to stop? Like, I love that. Until I find out, of course, eventually, I, 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 I'm sure I will find out that this is going to, like, New Jersey's getting fined by the National Department of Transportation. You know, the cost is probably related to us, but whatever. I don't give a fuck right now. And now I, I get to see him while I drive all day. <laughs> and I laugh. Like I just think. 
uh, New Jersey <laughs> Department of Transportation acting like New Jersey would and saying, you're telling me no? Okay, I'm just going to go harder at this. Way to go, New Jersey. How are we feeling about, uh, Bonaduce, let's start it off with you. You drive a ton as well. For How are you feeling about the fact that New Jersey's Department of Transportation apparently defying national mandates? Oh, even more now than like ever. I don't know um, when exactly Jared left that, but <clears throat> I've been driving recently and they have all these things like um, don't get um, don't get lit this holiday or you'll get a DUI. Like all these, like, you know, um, was it Rudolph and don't, you know, the whole thing. They're, they're back at it again, hardcore, and I see them every day going up and down. And, and they change quite frequently, which is even more. Nick, I noticed you really reacting when Jared brought up these signs. Have you noticed the humorous signs? I've noticed the humorous signs. There's also a bunch on 78 that just say, um, in the flashing orange letters, they just say, suspect terrorism? Oh, no. But... With no other information, it's just nothing. And it's like, yeah, well, I didn't. It's like someone being like, "Do you smell that?" Well, it's like now I do. <laughs> now at night, when I don't see you've been in the car, I don't see well at night. I can't be. I'm. It's very distracting, and like I, I don't need to be keeping my eyes peeled. I'm not on. I'm not on the job. Basically, like I'm not. Yeah, they they they're clever. It's fun. Whatever. It's. <laughs> It does. I'd like to know who's behind them. It does feel like a thing where my instinct is to be like, the national board should chill out, man. These are fun. These are charming. And then, I mean, someone will die reading. <laughs> someone will be Someone's going to die anyway, though. Someone's like, I might as well have fun with it. But you don't want to die trying to sort out a John, uh, John Bon Jovi related pun on a highway as relayed by an orange sign. You think people are not more distracted than that? Like, they're on their That's fucking true. phones and stuff like That's that. actually true. Glancing up and I mean, giving a little smile, I say, is. A, is is you know something that's gives us a little bit of um personality you know it's right up the kind of jersey way to kind of as our caller said going harder when they're like hey can you cut back they're like nah we're gonna make these dumber might be right on that but just like suspect terrorism with no other information <laughs> is amazing it's true mike t you were saying that uh teenagers rearranging the letters on McDonald's signs where they post the sales um, into funny things is the number three killer of people in America. So I'm not surprised that the and Transportation Safety Board is cracking down. We don't know this personally because your younger brother was one of the masters of rearranging a fast food sign without getting caught. He was. Including a, an infamous one. Right when I was getting to know you guys, he walked through a four-foot blizzard because he knew that none of the workers would dare to stop him. This is true. Do you remember this, Mike D? I sure do. He, he said, there's no way the McDonald's on Northfield Ave is going to fuck with me because no one's coming outside. And he used it as an opportunity to make our whole town read the words, 89 cent ape piss. And that <laughs> stayed up for days. They were not coming out in the blizzard to rearrange that. That sounds so worth all it. All of West Orange had to, all of West Orange had to understand that McDonald's had a sweet deal Eight piss, only 89 cents those days. We, the only time I've ever engaged in such behavior, the sign we made, and this was 25 years ago, maybe, was ape tits dinner. And I think about that phrase, like, several times a year. And I love that apparently ape is like, it's something to do with those letters. It, yeah. So a lot of ape themed and you just know somebody went through the drive-thru and tried to order ape tits. <laughs> you know it must have happened. Yeah. That's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Well, it says it in the snow. 
<laughs> I'll put, right there. I want my 89 cent ape piss. It's up on the sign. That's only with the senior discount. <laughs> they just send you across the street to the Turtleback Zoo with an empty McDonald's cup. They're like, it's self-serve. <laughs> go get it from the tap. Now, uh, I'm going to go out of order. I should also say, too, Andrea and Mike both have copies of the voicemails because this is a Tuesday night. I am. I'm holding up my pager. I'm on duty for the first aid squad. If it goes off, I have to run. Um, I did. It has happened during this show before. Um, I want to go ahead and go a little out of order. One of the big divisive things from our essential ingredients episode was we got into a big debate of we need one of our cities. Obviously, the ones that come to mind, Nork, Trenton, Camden, uh, Patterson were the ones that jumped out to us. That created a lot of uh, passionate opinions in the voicemail. So I just want to play a few in a row just to get them out of the way and go ahead and hear what some people are thinking. A, a lot of people, I, I, and I mean a lot, I grabbed a couple of them. I'll play at least one, but there were at least five or six that said, you can't say that if you're adding one city in New Jersey you guys are overthinking this. It has to be Newark. There was a lot of that, of just, guys, stop thinking so hard. If you're picking one city, it's Newark. So I'll play one that's representative of those. Uh, hey, guys, this is Alex from Nutley. Um, I just finished your main ingredients episode and really enjoyed it. Uh, I just wanted to call in and cast my vote for Newark uh, over Patterson, uh, not to take anything away from Patterson, and, and I hope it's not my Essex County bias showing. But uh, I just think when you kind of consider the airport and Devil's Games and concerts, uh, when you think about the people who work there and go to school there and commute to there or through there, um, not to mention the Art Museum and Branchbrook Park, I think just the ways that uh, Newark can be experienced by people in a given day, the amount of ways that can be experienced differently in a, in a given day by a number of people, just seems a little too significant to leave off the list. Um, also, just as a fun aside, I'm actually leaving this voicemail from the uh, parking lot of the Celia Cruz rest stop on the turnpike, uh, the parkway, excuse me. And um, I'm on my way back from Atlantic City, so I, I enjoyed the bit about uh, how AC was the overly decadent, uh, you know, uh, baked, uh, baked potato side that you get with your, your main entree. Thanks again, and uh, keep up the great work. Bye. Thank you, Alex, for your contribution. Going to bat for Nork. Let's go ahead and go to Harley, who had a similar one. I don't know if I'll play the full one, but just to get a little bit in. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Harley from – I'm living in Freehold right now, but calling about the Newark versus Patterson, uh, I got to go with Newark. I mean, like Chris said, it's got the New Jersey Devils, the only – New Jersey sports team left in the state uh, that pr is proud of being New Jersey, not like New York or New York Giants or New York Jets. Uh, it's got New Brunswick gets uh, a nod because of Rutgers. Newark's also got Rutgers and NJIT, the, some would say the MIT of New Jersey. Uh, Only in that it has IT. McGovern's. You got Hobby's Deli. You got NASA's Ice Cream. I feel like... Uh, in comparison, Newark is more New Jersey as a staple city. So that's just my thoughts. Um, 
I'm all in on Newark. Also, in that, I want to throw Freehold in the mix or somewhere in that. I'm gonna cut it off there. Yeah. We're not. We're not throwing. Free, free we're not throwing freehold in the mix. We're not throwing. And we're done. Yeah, we're, that's exactly where I'm gonna get off. We did get one vote. Our old friend Dylan, aka Peter Pan, was the only voicemail that was pro Patterson in this debate. Hey guys, it's Dylan from Denville. Your old pal Peter Pan. That's a lot of teas. So I was listening to the uh, the New Jersey dining. Or, no, that's not what you call it. The what Dish is New Jersey episode. And I wanted to weigh in on the North versus Patterson thing. And I think you might be on to something here. Like, if North was a pasta, it would be spaghetti. Like, everybody likes spaghetti. Everybody knows spaghetti. But Patterson is like a tricolor pasta. And, and you eat a little bit of Patterson, and you're like, hmm... This is New Jersey. Mm, I want to eat some more. Mm. So, yeah, uh, Patterson's got my vote. See you later, guys. Great episode. What? Patterson's like wagon wheels. That guy's the best. Uh, <laughs> and and so it, uh, we did kind of bring it down to Newark Patterson so we could see how those went. And I just want to play another one from an old friend who wanted to maybe just throw something in the ring for Trenton, and then we'll discuss. Kelly from Hopewell. I just finished the Jersey Essential Ingredients episode, and I have some thoughts. Firstly, I understand why you chose Newark over Trenton for the city component, but the reasoning was definitely weird, and you should have shown Trenton some more love. I mean, saying Patterson has interesting revolutionary history, but no mention of Trenton's significant contributions there. Battle of Trenton. If it wasn't for that, we might not even be a state right now. And holding it against Trenton that state workers are there, I mean, sorry, are we supposed to work not in the state capital? Also, everyone who listens to this podcast knows that you all have a grudge against Princeton, but really, no mention of Princeton here at all. As one of my favorites, Cat Williams says, while you're looking for haters, some of them be closer than you think. I think if you ask people who have never been to Jersey what places they've heard of before, they would tell you Newark, Atlantic City, and Princeton. I know it probably pains you, but Princeton is synonymous with New Jersey. There's obviously the prestigious university. It's a cultural and music and arts hub and also a richy rich area that's reflected in many different corners of the state, too. So maybe there needed to be some other category like our high tax bracket pick or something and they would be like the capers you're sprinkling on this pasta pudinesca or whatever dish this is going to be you know something a little extra i don't know okay happy thanksgiving all bye <laughs> i mean anything that gets kelly quoting cat williams is good by me uh nick fiero i feel like you have the most ties to patterson you grew up right across the river you worked there your family has a lot of ties to the city your thoughts hearing all this passionate feedback about our Nork versus Patterson as the city, as the essential city ingredient here. And so that's a, it's a heavy burden. Uh, all the reasons people are giving for Newark over Patterson are great reasons to visit Newark, but they're not great reasons why Newark is the most New Jersey place. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Like mm -hmm. it has a sports team. It has all this awesome stuff and that's fantastic. But Patterson doesn't have any of that stuff. That's kind of why 
You know, you know what I mean? Like you can have a great time in Patterson, but you're not going to have it at a devil's game. You're not going to have it, <laughs> you know, uh, it's it maybe a little not for everybody. And maybe that's cool. <laughs> it's not everybody's <laughs> cup of tea. Maybe it leaves a funny taste in some people's mouths. And maybe it's supposed, you know, when, when a dish has something that you think you don't like, but then when you find that it's in the dish, you're like, oh, okay. uh, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I don't like mustard. But this, uh, you know, oh, I don't like, uh, I don't do this. But it's not like, I don't like anchovies, but a Caesar salad's okay. Patterson's like saffron. Don, yeah. <laughs> Very expensive by weight. Don, Don, you also were not present for this episode. I want to hear if you have any thoughts on this city debate. Yeah, 100% Patterson. Really? Yeah, Absolutely. Everyone on the actual show <laughs> thinks Patterson. Everyone who listens thinks Newark. Andrea, I imagine you might want to go to bat for Camden. I mean, no one else has. We didn't get one voicemail about Camden. I'll also throw <laughs> Glenrock in there, but, you know, whatever. Come on, Don. Don! <laughs> sorry, sorry. Stop trying to make Glenrock a thing. It's a fucking rock, man. All right, whatever. Andrea, any thoughts on Camden? Do you, do you want to throw it to this debate or no? Uh, no, because I think Camden would also would prefer not to be in the debate. I think Camden would also say Patterson. Right, right, right. <laughs> Um, I still feel Newark, and Mike D, I think you were pro-Patterson during the episode, if I remember, despite your Newark roots. <clears throat> I was, and and actually we've gotten a number <clears throat> of, of very nice emails also over the last couple of weeks supporting Newark, but my argument is similar to yours, Nick, which is I think maybe we didn't do a great job of explaining what it is. Like, we love Newark. Newark is a great city, has lots of cool things, but it is not the prototype of a New Jersey city be exactly because it has all those other things. Other cities in New Jersey are much more like Patterson, and that is why it is the correct answer to this question. <laughs> I still am on the fence. Still, The airport makes me lean Newark a little bit. I'm not sure. Bonaduce, final thoughts on this topic. I was pro-Newark in the beginning. <clears throat> then I felt pressured into Patterson, but... I get what you're saying now. I understand your argument, but I think at the time when we were impassionately enthralled in the argument of making our point, I don't want to neglect Patterson, but I'm still leaning towards Newark, but I understand what you're saying. I'll oh, go for it, Mike T. The airport is a really piss poor argument for that. I was just going to say, if every, city, wow. if, every, if every city had an airport, the skies would be like the Route 78 of the airways. Like it would make no sense if every city had an airport. I just think, as far as the New Jersey experience goes, it's every New Jersey resident at some point steps foot in North. Not everybody goes to Trenton, not everybody goes to Patterson or Camden. Everyone in this state has a relationship with Newark and the airport is why. Do they have a national historic like monument or anything in Newark? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. They do? What is it? Not not to the level of the Great Falls. Nothing yeah. nothing as there's Veterans Park. That's there's a, branch. That's a hard one to argue against. You can't bring up veterans. Come on. <laughs> How the fuck are we going to argue with that? Don, why are you anti-veteran? I don't quite get the point. Well, you know, there's that park for everyone that died for your freedoms. You know, that's cool too. I know you like a rock that has water falling down from it. That's also like the beginning point. We have that Columbus Day Parade in Newark. Also, that's the one last. That's fair. It's true. I do want to play one more voicemail on this topic. Not necessarily that it's, and also the Princeton thing, Kelly. You know, I have great love for you. Even Andrea is shaking her head right now. We, this, Even Andrea. This idea that we're going to put Princeton on a pedestal no. in one of our episodes. Absolutely. Yeah. Next. What if I went yeah, hard for Wayne? Like, what if I went all in on Wayne? I brought up Wayne. Yeah. Well, I brought up Wayne as like a nothing suburb, and you need a nothing suburb. I wouldn't call it a nothing suburb, but it's like 
it's big enough that it should provide more. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. it's, there's, there's, you see Wayne a lot. You don't know what's going on in Wayne. Exactly. Yeah. But I thought of Clifton as a sort of a, a sort of more interesting version of that, of like mm-hmm. a ton of kids in high schools who drive around and cause trouble just like Wayne. I mean, Wayne has the Willowbrook Mall. We did go back and forth on that. I think Wayne might have even been on our list. I think Wayne might have been in there. Um what I do know is we're going to play one more voicemail on this. All right, I'm switching away. Uh, this next voicemail, not necessarily because I want to belabor the point, but this guy's just in Australia, and I thought it was cool. Someone called from Australia. I, the number was from Australia. You could see on the voicemail. And the mixture of New Jersey native and Australian accents was just cool. I don't even know if I'll play the whole thing. Hey, it's Rob, from, originally from New Jersey, now in Australia. It's just calling in regards to uh, some of those talents and stuff you were talking about. Patterson definitely be out of the choice. He's still got like some of those towns you was yeah, talking Patterson. about. It sounds like Sopranos yeah, in fucking yeah, Australia. Crocodile Tony. (laughs) (laughs) This one made me laugh as well, too. I think this is actually maybe the last one on this topic. This one did make me laugh hard, and it was about something I put out there. Hey there, this is Samantha. Um, I'm living in Summit right now, but don't hold that against me. Uh, I've lived all over North Jersey and Central Jersey. Um, Wholeheartedly uh, vote for Newark as the urban city. Um, you know, it's it's got everything. It's got the culture. It's like you said, it's it's this transportation hub. You can't have New Jersey without it. Um, I also wholeheartedly disagree with Hackettstown as the representative of the mountain area. Uh uh-uh, uh, no way. I lived there for four years. Mm-mm. I mean, maybe it's a little bit better now, but it was it's depressed as far as mon- like economically. Um, it's it's the kind of place where you've got like. 12 year olds like like making like fucking in the closet during parties and stuff like that i mean i I know that does happen in a lot of rural areas so maybe that does you know prove the case but it's more like mountainous and beautiful and places up in north jersey that really capture like the beauty of the state like and haggistown is not pretty it's got a fucking m&m factory there so that's fine you know m&ms are fabulous but the the natural beauty of the state is not encapsulated with that town so my suggestions as alternatives maybe be uh blairstown is a real great one you've got uh you know the appalachian trail right there you're right up against delaware water gap which is you know like gorgeous it's it's a national nationally recognized uh you know uh not a park but recreation area um and or maybe Andover, it's a little bit in the same area. It's kind of cute. Um, not as much there. Uh, Wanakee or Mont, uh, uh, Mont, Montague? Montage? I don't remember. Whatever, whatever town High Point is in, that would be a great one to represent that. And Vernon, another great one. And also with Vernon, you're covering the Action Park routes. That's another ex- 
extremely distinct New Jersey, uh, New Jersey thing. So, um, so yeah, those would be my alternatives to Hackettstown. But anyway, uh, great job, guys. Wasn't anything else I was real vehement about except for that one. And, uh, yeah, have a great day. <laughs> I just love uh, hearing someone from New Jersey call up and go, Hackettstown? No way. Nuh-uh. No way. Uh-uh. Just that. <laughs> Passionate about it. Um, so thanks to everybody who enjoyed that episode. It got so much feedback. And to hear that so many people had such strong, big opinions on the uh, on the essential ingredients list uh, warms our heart. And remember, you can always leave a voicemail about any episode at 973-780-4660. That's 973-780-4660. Now, I do want to just pause. Does anyone else hear, like, a lot of noise coming from somebody? Nope. <laughs> like a rumbling. Uh, that might be my heat. <laughs> I I have a, a, a duct running above me in this room. It's okay. I'll just um, mute you a second, and we'll check, Nick. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's Nick, right? Okay. So that's good to know for Andrea and Carson, right? Because we can just drop that track out when you're... Okay, cool. We'll pick back up. Sorry about that. No, you're good. It's not a huge deal. Uh, I can turn my heat off if that's okay. Room tone. <laughs> no, it's all good. No, it's all good. Carson is silently agreeing that it's not a huge deal. We'll be fine. Blast the heat. Okay. Let's get some room tone. We are not... <laughs> I don't even hear it anymore. So yeah, definitely want to... Nick, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, honestly, don't worry about it. It's just good to know in the edit because then they'll have your track and if it okay. if it shows up, they can just... It's fine. Chris just wanted to single, single you out. No, I didn't. <laughs> Embarrass <laughs> you. Not at all. Oh, you feel warm? Okay. It's ruining our show. I don't. It just makes noise. The room is the same temperature. It's just. It's even worse. It's doing maintenance on itself. Oh, what it's, it's just moving smells around. <laughs> okay. Let's leave all that in. Let's focus back up. Why don't we do one more voicemail for the free, free feed and then we'll cut it off. We'll switch over to the Patreon only ones because we've got some real crazy, random, disparate ones. Uh, let's. I'll, I'll pick out. One uh, here's another one that's based on what do I want? What do we want to give to the free people on the way out? That's representative. Here I'll give a. This one's a very funny one that made me laugh. That we'll put out here as our last one on the free feed. Remember, everybody, if you join up at the Turnpike tier, the Patreon, you get a whole bunch more of these and us being jerks and clowning around about them. Um, in the meantime, I want to know everybody's opinion on this character that this caller describes. Hello, this is Don. I'm calling from South Orange. Uh, not the Tesla part, uh, the Nissan down the Nissan Leaf part down the hill. Um, I am calling uh, with a question or topic maybe for you guys. Um, I was at work the other day. I'm a nurse at a hospital in North Jersey. Uh, we are not unionized, but we follow and shout out and support uh, our new Brunswick brethren who are on strike fight for all the subjects, so keep it up. Um, anyway, I'm at work. I'm sitting at the nurse's desk, and a visitor or patient walks by me, uh, expensive loafers, track suit, thick silver chain on top of the track suit, black hair, slick back, the whole package. And as he walks by, right after he passes me, I'm just hit by this cloud of cologne. And there was something about it, like, you know, some of it was the visual, but just the amount 
the intensity and uh, type of cologne just made me think, that's a Jersey amount of cologne on this guy. (laughs) And it got me thinking, are there smells of New Jersey? Are there scents typical or what you would think of as, what you would say were the scents of New Jersey? Yes. The turnpike exit 13. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. Before we even get into it, I just want to, hearing the description of this person, tracksuit, slicked back hair, chain, copious amounts of cologne. Um, Don and, and Mike D, I often turn to you on this. Fiero, you might actually have some of this as well. How how do we describe a guy like this exactly in the vernacular of North Jersey Italian-Americans? Goomba. Guido. Is that a Goomba? Is that a Gavon? Yeah, Is that a Nicky Norker? We, I mean, he said he's from South Orange. I don't know what hospital he's at. That could be a Nicky Norker right there. Could qualify as a Nicky Norker, absolutely. Uh, yeah, it just uh, it was like a cool guy to me. I don't know. Really. <laughs> <laughs> like a pretty slick dude. Nice gentleman. <laughs> yeah. it, a standard gent. It does bring up the question, a guy in a tracksuit with way too much cologne, one of the smells of New Jersey. Bonaduce, you right away said exit 13. Explain. Explain the smell of exit 13. We've gone through this before. If you're ever driving on the turnpike, you everything might be pretty normal. And all of a sudden, you start getting these weird smells. It could be a combination of sanitary, human waste, burning chemicals, and burning garbage, and then maybe a little salt in the air from the seaport. Mm-hmm. Did it ever get described? We used to call that the butterscotch exit because for a while in the late nineties, it smelled sweet, yep. like almost like a candy. Mm-hmm. They were they were doing that again. They um they put this additive in like the garbage when they're built, like burning it so it doesn't smell as terrible. What it smells like? Wait. Yeah, nowadays it smells like cinnamony. What? <laughs> if you're coming over, if you're coming over the fourteen extension, especially um on uh, the Route seventy eight when you're going towards Jersey City Bayonne, yeah. before you get to like fourteen A, you're gonna smell it when you're going over that bridge. It's like very distinct. And I used to drive to Jersey City every day for like five years when I was doing high rise work. So we would comment on it constantly. It was like. Got to the point where it just like, and you probably, it, it still, it has to still smell like that, but that's specifically that area. It's very weird when you're going over that bridge, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever landfill is going on there, or they're burning or whatever. It's a very specific smell. So pay attention next time you go over there. I also feel like we got Fierro here. There is Passaic River smells that I think are pretty distinctly New Jersey as well. You're from Passaic County. And I, I think that there's, especially after a heavy rain, that area smells different after a rain than it does before. Any anywhere, I live right by Liberty State Park right now. After a heavy rain, just there's a different <laughs> smell than the than anybody would expect. It's the water catching all the shit and dissipating. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. There's also the Nabisco factory I grew mm-hmm. up around in Fairlawn. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to do like a fucking basketball camp right there outdoor, and I was like the only you know. I mean, I'm not good at basketball, so that's why it's just playing outside or even just driving by. Right. If anybody's like driving 208, you know, um, it's or going up by Wyckoff or where the hell you're traveling. God damn. Put the windows down. Actually, the funny thing is you don't have to put the windows down. It like <laughs> fucking, it just permeates through your car. I don't know what's going on in those big goods, but it'll get right through those windows mm-hmm. and go right in your nostrils. So I got to give a shout out to the Visco factory. Yeah, there's certain parts of the highway where you know you have to turn your AC to air circulation instead of bringing in the air from outside. 
Yeah, yeah. Wheels do that trick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's parts of like the Meadowlands too, where it's just like foul. Not in South Jersey. Everything smells great down here. Smells like peaches. It smells like wine and roses. I do also know cedar water. Obviously, there are other places that have this, but in New Jersey, there's such a presence. Like the parking lot of Jimmy Buffs, the parking lot of White Man, White Man. I was going to say the parking lot of Ruts Hut. There is a distinct grease pit smell Mm -hmm. that you can almost, in a weird way, I would say, you smell it more from the outside than when you're actually inside the establishment, and that's very much a smell of home to me. Very much. They spray it on the parking lot so it keeps the water from like, because the puddling up, it just runs right off. <laughs> I also, the Melita factory in South Jersey and Cherry Hill, like right off of 295, is like a big one for people down here. So it's a like coffee roasting in the air is like very specific to growing up for me. Also, the shore, man, like going down the Jersey Shore, like going over the Raritan Bridge or something, mm-hmm. like we or going into Seaside. I know uh, you're repping the sweatshirt right now, Bonaduce. But like going over that bridge, so we, we would put the, you know, like my Italian grandparents say, put it down the window, you smell of the osh. Yeah. You know, that was like the- Every time. Every right? time. He's like, Every you gotta, time. there's some fucking Italian thing with like, you got to smell the ocean as fast yeah. as possible. That bridge specifically <laughs> though, yeah. That bridge specifically, like, because there's all the people crabbing underneath mm-hmm. and there's just a lot going on in that <laughs> that area. So- yeah, that that is a that's a nostalgic though smell because it's like the ocean's the ocean, but something over that bridge. It's the bay. Like, You're smelling the bay. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, it's the bay. It's the bay. Yeah, yeah, it's the bay. <laughs> There's something about the water that's different than the ocean. It's more still. It's like almost inland. It's got to go over that bridge though, and you smell it. Can't go out in the boat. And I'm actually going to go ahead and pause and say goodbye to our free feed listeners, the Patreons. Listeners, we're going to pick up with more smells of New Jersey. That's how much of a cliffhanger. We're cutting this off mid-discussion. So goodbye to all the people on the free feed. Sign up at the uh, Patreon, patreon.com slash New Jersey is the world for more New Jersey smells and a whole bunch of other voicemails, including another a Bergen County-related one that I have to play for Todd before he goes. We'll do that one next. Hey, everybody. How's it going? This is the voice of super producer and editor Carson Kopp here to wrap up the episode for you. What an excellent gagoose we have for you this month, featuring the Capadonna to our Wu-Tang Clan, the one and only Mr. Nick Fierro. Didn't know Betty Crocker had them two nines. <laughs> Posting up like paint on walls, baby. Going to keep it short and sweet for you this week. This Saturday, December 23rd, there will be a listener meetup slash live show at the Ghost Hawk Brewing Company in Clifton, New Jersey, number 321 River Road, Across the street from Rutz Hut, featuring sounds from Jersey City's own CR and the Nuns. Doors are at 6, bands are at 7, there is no RSVP, there is no cover, and the beer is priced to move, baby. So come on through and have a good time with your fellow listeners and hosts of New Jersey is the World. Want to participate in the finest rolling conversation that New Jersey has to offer? Bang the line of the home office here. At New Jersey's The World by calling 973-780-4660. That is 973-780-4660. And leave us a message in regards to anything that you have heard or would like to hear here at New Jersey is the world where New Jersey is the world. Have a great week, everybody. Bye.